Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, How to Raise Christian Children. The Bible gives wonderful instruction on how to raise Christian children in these days, and the principles given in God's Word are simple yet profound. The points given throughout this week's lesson will also be simple yet practical. Raising children can be one of life's greatest trials, but can also yield some of life's greatest rewards. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, let's take our Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 5, or excuse me, Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, and Ephesians chapter 6, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Anytime you preach on the family and you preach specifically about raising children, you run a couple of risks. The first risk is somebody sitting there in the congregation saying either, well, I don't have kids, so what does this mean to me? Well, if you don't have children and you're planning on being married and have children someday, then file this way for future reference. Others may say, well, we've raised our children, and so I'm all done with that. Well, let me assure you that you will get something out of this. God's Word always yields something to all of us, even if the subject doesn't seem to be tailored to our particular circumstances. And uh, if you don't, see me after the service, and I will refund whatever you put in the plate. (laughs) The other risk you run is... uh, is manifold, and I'll try to give you three legs of that manifold. One is you can create what I call the phantom family or the phantom marriage or even create phantom parents or phantom kids. You say, what, what, what is this phantom? Well, it's that ideal out there that everybody else has but I don't have uh, because everybody is aware of the warts in their own situation. By the way, that's one of the things they're finding out about social media is that people that spend too much time on it can end up being depressed because everybody else is putting forward their best foot. Everything's doctored up, including the pictures. And then they look at their life and they think, well, gosh, my life must stink or something. So uh, you got to be careful of the phantom. And uh, I think over the years, I've, I've learned to try to avoid that, but I will say up front... Uh, there is no perfect family, there is no perfect marriage, there is no perfect kids, uh, there are no perfect parents, and you're not looking at one here behind this pulpit this morning. But this material isn't the Word of God, it's part of the whole counsel of God, and I feel that uh, I need to deliver it. The other thing I've learned over the years uh, as a pastor is that we have in our country now, because of so many so-called experts on the family, that there is kind of a backlash to all of this, and I think part of it is because of an unrealistic uh, sort of idealism toward all these things. And again, that plays in with the phantom. It can be discouraging. 
And maybe we've talked so much about how things ought to be that uh, we maybe have gotten a little discouraged with the reality of how things are. Now, I believe God's Word is balanced, and so hopefully we won't uh, run aground on those rocks. And then the last thing I would say to you this morning, and we're certainly going to try to avoid this pitfall, most of the emphasis, even in Christian circles, is based on psychology. And it's not about uh, raising children in a manner that they would be godly. It's about raising them in a manner that will assure that they will be emotionally well-adjusted. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. And uh, by the way, I I have nothing against being emotionally well-adjusted, but God has a much higher standard than that. And so I want to talk to you this morning on the subject of how to raise Christian children. But before I do that, I'm going to just talk to you about raising children in general. And this is sort of a uh, under-the-sun view of things. First of all, this is a test to let you know whether you're ready to raise children. If you haven't raised any yet, uh, you can take this test in your mind. And those of you that are raising children or have raised children, uh, you know you've already taken this test. The first test is the mess test. You smear peanut butter on the sofa in curtains. Then you rub your hands in the wet flower bed and rub them on the walls. You cover the stains with crayons, and then you place a fish stick under the couch and leave it there all summer. (laughs) Then there's the toy test. You obtain a 55-gallon box of Legos. If Legos are not available, you may substitute roofing tacks or broken bottles. (laughs) Have a friend spread them all over the house. Put on a blindfold. Try to walk to the bathroom or kitchen. Do not scream, because you could wake your child. (laughs) The grocery store test. Borrow one or two small animals. Goats are best. And take them with you as you shop at the grocery store. (laughs) Always keep them in sight and pay for anything that they eat or damage. (laughs) Then there's the dressing test. Obtain one large unhappy live octopus. (laughs) Stuff it into a small net bag, making sure that all the arms stay inside. The feeding test. Obtain a large plastic milk jug. Fill it halfway with water. Suspend it from the ceiling with a stout cord. Start the jug swinging. Try to insert spoonfuls of soggy cereal, such as Fruit Loops or Cheerios, into the mouth of the jug while pretending to be an airplane. (laughs) Now dump the contents of the jug on the floor. (laughs) Night test. Prepare by obtaining a small cloth bag and fill it with 8 to 12 pounds of sand. Soak it thoroughly in water. At 8 p.m., begin to waltz and hum with the bag until 9 p.m. Lay down your bag and set your alarm for 10 p.m. Get up, pick up your bag, and sing every song you have ever heard. Make up about a dozen more and sing those too until 4 a.m. Set your alarm for 5 a.m. Get up, make breakfast, and keep this up for five years while looking cheerful. (laughs) Physical test. This one's for women. Obtain a large beanbag chair and attach it to the front of your clothes. Leave it there for nine months. Now remove ten of the beans. (laughs) 
This is the physical test for men. Go to the nearest drugstore. Set your wallet on the counter. Ask the clerk to help himself. <laughs> now proceed to the nearest food store. Go to the head office and arrange for your paycheck to be directly deposited to the store. <laughs> Purchase a newspaper. Go home and read it quietly for the last time. Then your final assignment. Find a couple who already had a small child. Lecture them on how they can improve their discipline, patience, tolerance, toilet training, and the child's table manners. Suggest many ways that they can improve. Emphasize to them that they should never allow their children to run riot. Enjoy this experience because it's going to be the last time you have all the answers. Oh, my. Well, we're not going to talk about all that this morning, but we are going to talk about what we find in Ephesians chapter 6. And specifically, I want you to look at verse 4, where it says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Father, we're grateful for the time we can spend together singing these songs and fellowshipping and getting to know each other better. But most of all, Lord, we seek to get to know you better. And Lord, I believe in looking at these admonitions on raising children we're going to learn some more about you. So help each and every one of us to take away what it is we need to take away from this message this morning. And as always, Father, I pray that you would set a guard at my mouth to say only those things that you want me to say. Father, on one hand, I don't want to get in the flesh and start saying things that please me. The flip side of that, Lord, is I don't want to lack the courage to drive the, the stake of terror into a sleeping heart. Father, sometimes we just need to be woke up about some things. So, Lord, help me to be right where you want me to be. Help me to find that track. We pray that by your Spirit, you'd speak to every heart and instruct us and help us now. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Malachi chapter 4, the very last thing that God says to man before he goes silent for 400 years goes something like this. The Lord said in the last days he will send Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers toward the children and the hearts of the children toward the fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. The very last thing that God says to man before he goes silent for 400 years and we begin the New Testament starting in the book of Matthew. Given that, fast forward to Ephesians 6, it shouldn't surprise us that one of the first things that God has to say to us in regard to raising children is addressed to the fathers. And he says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, How to Raise Christian Children, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has encouraged us to be real with our children, but to also be loving. It may seem like a difficult balance to be real and be loving at the same time, when we ourselves aren't perfect. But that's the beauty of the Word of God, which gives example after example of people who have messed things up only to find the outstretched arms of their Savior waiting to forgive them. We're not perfect. Our children aren't perfect. But thanks be to God that we have a Savior, Jesus Christ, who is perfect, 
and who is with us every step of the way as we endeavor to raise Christian children in a difficult time. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday school, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.